Yo, what is up, everybody? This is Jesse James Williams back after a very long pause. It is your host of the Dad's In Time Out podcast. And there is so much to cover right now, but I'm just going to kind of go over some things and let you know what has been going on, where we have been in the world of sports. I don't know what topics we'll talk about. I've got an early morning in the morning, but I promised that the podcast was coming back, and I wanted to let you guys know that... I was recording a lot of this stuff on my YouTube channel off my phone, but that became more and more difficult as I was having to go outside and shoot the videos, and then you have things like wind, people coming out there, and then I have a son that's about a year and five months old on April 1st, so I guess that would be in two days, and so happy year and five months to him, but recording with him him in the house was almost impossible I didn't have a place to do it long story short me and the mother split up I have my own place now downside I don't get to see my son as much the good side is that I can do the podcast so it kind of sucks because I was gonna try to find a way to do this but with him running around and grabbing the cords and the tv being on and just the house set up the way it was it wasn't conducive to me doing podcasts and I just, I wanted to get back into doing this, wanted to get back into the Dads in Time Out sports show, so some things are going to change on the pod. Particularly, I'm not going to be as much into covering game by game, so I'm not going to be the guy that every single night gives you an analysis of every single game, but what I will do is try to make this podcast more topical. What we will not do is talk about LeBron James and Tom Brady and the Dallas Cowboys on every single show. If you think that is a shot a shot at FS1 or ESPN, take it as you may. I, I enjoy those shows, but and I understand why the national media does it. So the first thing I want to get into is the hatred for national media and why people get so upset at these national shows, but they don't have any reason... Or they don't have justifiable reasons. I mean, the reasons are justified, right? So they're like mad because they talk about the same topics all the time. But these shows are on television. And television depends on ratings to keep these shows on the air. And so when you have shows, talk shows, about sports or any other topic, they're going to talk about the issues. And it's really funny because people are like, I get so mad about you talking about LeBron all the time. I get so, I'm talking about the national guys, right? I get so mad about hearing about the Cowboys and Tom Brady and MJ versus LeBron. But you always tune in and you always comment. So it's working. So what they're doing is I'm sure they have some kind of algorithm, some kind of team in place that watches the numbers and sees that when someone talks about a certain topic... That you click on it. It's called clickbait for a reason. So you click on it. You listen. You comment. Even if you hate it. I see it on Twitter all the time. People are always like, I don't understand how Skip Bayless has a job. Because y'all keep him employed. And I'm not shouting at Skip. I think Skip put the work in and Skip has done a great job. But he has these takes whether he believes them or not. And let's say he does. But he keeps doing it because like he gets thousands and thousands of comments on Twitter. So obviously you guys are paying attention, obviously you guys are watching, obviously you guys are listening because he's getting all the comments. You can tell by some of his tweets late at night, it's it's driven to get that commentary from the fans. 
And that's why their show was successful. That's why First Take was successful for so long. That's why ESPN has done well. Now, you can say that they've had ratings drop for other reasons. We won't get into that. But I will say that this is a solo show. And so my former partners, David and Ian, we didn't really want to get into the politics. And it was a group decision. Shout out to those guys. We wanted to really stay away from that. We wanted the focus to be on sports and to be about our incredible takes. And you can actually check the archives on Spotify and on Apple and on Google and on Anchor. Shout out to Anchor for the incredible platform that they have for us to be able to do this. Anyways, and so we made a decision not to curse on the air, which I'm going to try to stick to, and not to talk about politics or issues about politics and sports, mainly due to the national anthem issue that was going on. I'm a member of the military, not saying which way I feel, and I think I've addressed it slightly, but we didn't want that to be the dominant focus of the podcast. We wanted to talk about sports. We wanted to talk about life. We wanted to talk about the important topics that we thought our listeners wanted to listen to. But if there is a big issue that impacts the country that's related to sports, that has some political overtones, we, we may talk about it on this show. When I say we, I mean me, because this is just me. I'd like to shout out everybody on Twitter that supported me in the past. I kind of left you guys high and dry. I got off Twitter for a long time. It just wasn't conducive for me to be on there anymore. Um, and so it's just one of those things that I'm back and I'm here to stay. I love doing this. This is going to be a very short, probably 10-minute episode, maybe 15. I do have things to do in the morning, like work. Work is going very well, by the way. And so there's just a lot going on that there's no way I could cover in the time that I have tonight. You have the NBA going on right now. I was actually just got done watching the end of the Miami-Boston game. I got started watching the Phoenix and Golden State game, but I got a little sidetracked and distracted. New place, new stuff. So the NBA is incredible right now. We're getting to the playoffs. This play-in tournament, which I wasn't, I'm still not a huge fan of, but it does create urgency. And it does what's supposed to keep teams from tanking early in the season. Like, so if you're in the... 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 positions, and you're right there, it's going to give some of these GMs confusion because it's like, okay, well, well, do we keep on to some of these pieces to try to get into this play-in tournament, or do we just say, F it, and we're really just going to go ahead and trade these pieces because even if we make the playoffs, we're not going to reach the ultimate goal. Teams that I'm talking about are Oklahoma City, your Portland's, your Indiana's. Well, Indiana's a bad example because they've actually been a top seed. But like a team like Charlotte, a team that you think, okay, like we have a great young core, we can move a couple of pieces, get some more draft picks, stock this thing up. But think about it this way. Think about the Cleveland Cavaliers. And yes, I'm being a homer here, and I don't care because it's my podcast and I can do that. Cleveland... Lost LeBron in 2017. The summer of 2017 is when he... No, 2018. Summer of 2018, after the finals, is when he left and he went to L.A. And Cleveland drafted well, and they've just made very savvy moves. 
They got Darius Garland in the draft. Colin Sexton, who I think will be gone next year because of the emergence of Darius Garland since Colin Sexton got hurt. They kept Kevin Love, who's now coming off the bench, being role guy, leader guy after some debacle last year. They kept the coach, bigger staff, after their little deal with uh, Jim Beeline from Michigan that didn't work out at all. And, not, and sometimes the college guys just can't get can't take that basketball success and then relate it to pro players with egos and millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars, some of these guys. And so you start looking at it, and they draft Evan Mobley, they trade for Jarrett Allen, and all of a sudden you look at their roster, and it's a bunch of guys that are 23, 24, 25 years old, and you look up, and at one point they were like fourth or fifth in the standings, and now it looks like they're going to be in the play-in game, but let's say that they didn't think they had a shot to win the championship. Would they have unloaded some of those pieces? Instead, they're probably going to lose the play-in game and be out of the playoffs, and that's fine because this team wasn't even projected to make the playoffs, and now they have a bright future. Whereas if it ever, and this is why this is my beef with baseball, is with baseball, and this is why I'm glad they're expanding the playoffs in baseball just a little bit because every year you have teams like the Pittsburgh Pirates, you have teams. For the longest time, like San Diego, till they got aggressive, the Padres. You have teams like, I'm trying to think, the Florida Marlins, Miami Marlins, excuse me. And you get these teams that are out of contention in Baltimore Orioles recently. And so they get a great, and Pittsburgh's the prime example. They get a prime prospect, and it's just wait until we can trade this guy to get more draft picks, to still not be good, to trade more. It's, it's a never-ending cycle of just getting rid of guys so early that you never give your chance a chance to be successful and they're like well they don't have as much money as their teams every one of these sports franchises is run by billionaires right who all got their money doing something else besides sports and so listen here's my suggestion if you don't want to spend your billions sell the team to someone who will look at the clippers the clippers had donald sterling for years cheap owner and I <laughs> racist is all get out right and the Clippers were a dismal franchise Steve Ballmer takes over no they haven't won a championship but it ain't because he ain't spending the money it's not like they go and get Paul George they go and get Kawhi Leonard they had Blake Griffin and DeAndre Jordan and they got Chris Paul like and they kept Chris Paul and then they made some moves and all of a sudden you look up and the Clippers are no longer the joke of the NBA Whereas you have a team like Sacramento who has been stuck in purgatory forever. And I don't know what their ownership group was like. I knew Shaq had a stake in there at one point. It's just, it's one of those things where people hate the Yankees because they're like, they try to buy their way to a championship. Look, dude, if here's the thing. What are they, what are they supposed to do in baseball? Like, no, no, okay, we're going to not spend money because people are getting mad at us. No, they're doing everything possible to win. And listen, Derek Jeter, Mariano Rivera, Jorge Posada, all those guys came from their farm system, right? Aaron Judge came from their farm system. They And, and yes, you get free agents. But if you go look at just about every champion that has ever existed in any sport, they didn't, I mean, not, not counting like the early days, but like just since the 90s, right? Every team has free agents. Deion Sanders was a free agent that went to the Dallas Cowboys. LeBron James was a free agent that went to the Miami Heat. Yes, 
the Spurs drafted some guys, but they had a bunch of role players on those teams. <clears throat> Michael Finley, that played for the Spurs in 2005, that used to play for the Mavericks. They have these guys that they get. The Chicago Bulls had Dennis Rodman and Ron Harper. They weren't drafted by the Bulls. And the Bulls actually made a draft. So before people say that there's a right way and a wrong way to win a championship, I just want my owner to spend money that he's got, be willing to be competitive. And if that means going into the luxury, it's all about competitive balance. It's all about doing what it takes to win. And you can be mad at the Yankees all you want, but at least they're trying to win every single year. Now, I get it. There's some years you have to rebuild. There's some years you have to be, take a step back and say, hey, we might want to unload some of these pieces, but you ain't got to unload every piece. And so the NBA is littered with stuff like that. So the NBA has been going on. You've got the march madness going on shout out to my razorbacks made it to the elite eight knocked off gonzaga duke was just a better team so for all you arkansas fans out there i love you but it ain't always about the refs bro they played better we missed a bunch of layups duke looks really good i'm not going to give you some in-depth analysis and pretend that i watched all these games because i didn't now that i have hulu live sports i will be able to watch a lot more of these games march madness is heating up the NBA playoffs are here. We're getting into the draft. Um, we've had so much NFL talk that I'm not even going to get into it until the next podcast, which I hope to shoot tomorrow. And so we will get into all the Devontae Adams and the Deshaun Watson, Baker Mayfield, um, Matt Ryan, going Carson Wentz, Mitchell Trubisky to the Steelers, what's going to happen with Jimmy Garoppolo, a bunch of this stuff is just going to be stuff that we're going to have to unpack and take it here and there because I don't have time to make up for basically six, seven months of no podcasts and throw it all into one segment. And so I'm tired. I'm going to go to bed. This is your little teaser. We're going to get into the podcast. We're going to drop a lot of great content. And so until next time, it's your host, Jesse James Williams, on the Dads in Timeout Sports Podcast or Sports Show. The Dads in Timeout Sports Show, presented by me, your host, Jesse Williams. Until next time, signing off. Peace and God bless.